0: you know, we're in the middle of the workout and I like stop, and I did the workout too because I wasn't coaching, and I like stop and I look around and, like, I don't like started crying. I was like, this is fucking awesome. This is where you're meant to be, like I know it. I've
1: never- My best there. self is better than every single person who's gonna walk on that platform at home. Gosh, man, that was was a
0: moment to change my life, man. Work harder than everyone else and just keep going. Get up and do it again and again and again.
1: journey to a better you starts right now. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. Thanks so much for joining me this week. My guest today is Gina Skiabarasi. I first met Gina at my USAW Level 1 course and found out what she was doing at CrossFit Potstown. I've heard her on a few different podcasts, so I really wanted to get her on to talk about CrossFit Resurgence. Gina is an absolutely awesome person. I hope you guys enjoy getting to know her, and let's send it over there now.
0: I get nervous with everything, so it's okay. But I still do the things. I get nervous, but I still do it, so that's my mentality. That's
1: good. good. I think, yeah, with anything, like with fitness, like you just got to, first time you show up or getting under the bar, like that could be scary for some people.
0: Showing up or trying something new. Scary, but just do it anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. I love that. So when was the first time you walked into a gym?
0: CrossFit gym
1: Any gym. Well, well yeah, we'll, uh, we'll take it with CrossFit, CrossFit since that's gym. like your main thing. Yeah
0: Um. So I was 27 and I just got out of rehab actually and I was living in a halfway house and it was horrible. There was like five girls and like 20 guys hated it there. Um, But that's like some rehabs like send you to places like that um, if you just want extra help getting back on your feet. And someone told me about this gym, uh, that was in recovery. He was like, Hey, come with me. And I thought I was going to like a regular gym with like a treadmill yeah, and like elliptical or you're going to do
1: some bicep curls. Curls. Yeah. yeah,
0: That's all I thought. Um, but I showed up and there was like a group of people and they were all in a circle, um, doing like air squats and the coach was like down, up, down, up. And I'm like, what is this? (laughs) I had no idea. Um, so I joined that class and it was hard. It was really hard, but it was so cool because like someone was telling me what to do, and afterwards everyone was like, "Hey, like asking me who I am and like if I'm gonna come back." And I was like living in a halfway house, so I didn't like know what I should say. Like <laughs> I didn't know. Um, but that was my first experience with a uh, CrossFit gym.
1: Yeah, the community aspect is cool. Like this sh- the first class you show up to, everyone cheers you on and like wants you to do well and you're like, who are these people? I don't even know anybody.
0: I had no idea what CrossFit was. Like so I like a group class that was the first time I was ever in like a group class ever. Like I used the gym when I was younger for sports, but like yeah, your treadmill, curls.
1: That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, you just do 3 sets of 10 and walk <laughs> out. Yeah, I think everyone gets to the point where that's boring and you need something else. Yeah. Especially now. So, well, you mentioned the halfway house. Um, can we talk a little bit about addiction? Like, I know it's a it's a tough thing to talk about, but like whatever really you want to share about it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I try to be an open book. Um, uh, growing up, I always just felt like uncomfortable in my own skin. I always like had these like racing thoughts of like, I'm weird. I'm not acting right. And these were like at a young age um, you know, and as I got older and I was around people, I always felt this, like, tightness in my chest, like, like, every single time, like, with an interaction, I would, like, it would go through my head, like, how I'm gonna interact with this person, um, and it wasn't, like, that, like, that all the time, but, like, those thoughts were there, um, and then, like, the first time I picked up a drug um, or a drink, like, all that went away. All those thoughts of, like, you know, you're weird, you're, like, you're not normal. And, that, like, that's wasn't true, but that's what my head was telling yeah. me. Um, all the, that went away. Um, I was able to, like, hang out with people and feel more comfortable. Um, the social anxiety went down. Um and it was fun too. Like I liked partying. Like I liked it. Um, I liked, you know, having a good time. And I was able to like maintain that for a while. Like I went to college. Like I graduated college. I was using that whole time. You know what I mean? I would do my schoolwork. I would be done, and then I would get blackout drunk every single night you know um if I had a presentation I would find someone a dealer on campus hey let me get those like benzos so I can like get through this like everything all the drugs and alcohol was like to get through situations or like to not feel certain uncomfortable feelings um you know if I needed to get a paper done let me find the person on campus that can you know sell me this Adderall so I can stay up for a few nights to get it done um it, when I graduated from college, I remember being, like, 90 pounds. It was starting to get bad. Like, oh, I... it was turning into, like, all the time, constant. They were starting to, like, take over my life in a way. Because um, before I thought I had control over it, I, in my head I'm like, I'm going to school. Like, I'm I'm doing good in school. Like, I, I got control over this. Um, and then, you know it spun out of control. I went to a few different rehabs, like tried different maintenance drug, like maintenance things, thinking that would help. Um, and it didn't, I don't know. And then like, kind of like this last time when I went into rehab, I'm 32 now. So that was like five years ago. This last time I went into rehab, um, right before I went in, like I just, addiction is like a disease of like the soul, you know, like Parkinson's, what's that the disease
1: of, of like like the body. The, yeah, yeah, like and your this, joints or muscles or yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And addiction is like a disease of a soul and like it has you do things that you would never do to get like that next one. Or um, you know, you're just trying to fill this void that you have inside of you, like this spiritual I call it a spiritual void. Um and like the drugs or whatever, um, you're trying to fill this void inside of you. Um, and, you know, it stopped being fun. And, you know, when I was 27, like I, I took all the, I wanted to die, you know, kind of always felt like that though. But this last time, like I took a lot, like 400 of some pills and like, just tried to kill myself. And I was in the hospital for a week or so. And, um, I checked myself out, because I really wanted to smoke a cigarette, like, this is the shit, like, I should still be in the hospital, I'm like, no, I don't need this, checked myself out, Um, and then picked up a drug, again, that, like, it took me a long time to get off of, and I picked it back up, and I was like, I don't want to live like this anymore, so, um, that's when, like, the intervention part, like, happens, Um, so then I went to rehab,
1: and so the last time did you you went on your own you were like I need to do this.
0: Yeah. All the other times too even before that I went on my own but like those other times it was like I wanted to get physically off the drug. Like it was like I need like my body's like filled with it like i just want to like go to rehab enough days to get it out of my system this last time like i was ready for like a complete change like not just going to get physically off something like i wanted i was ready like mentally like and like in my heart like i didn't want to be using every day anymore
1: yeah it's a weird feeling and like i don't my mom's an addict she well she hasn't drank in forever but it's it's still it's it's always going to be there like those those addictive thoughts and I don't know like for some people it's weird you can just I had a point where I was drinking a lot my freshman year of college and then I was like oh I'm I'm drinking like a lot like every weekend and then I was like you know what I'm just gonna stop yeah and then I just stopped and like now I hardly ever drink I'll have a beer like once and I'll have a couple beers a year yeah. And, but some people, you just, you can't stop without help.
0: It turns into like an obsession and compulsion kind of just like how, like say like anxiety has these symptoms like, uh, you know, sweaty hands or uh, racing heart, like addiction has symptoms under it too. And like obsession and compulsion is one of them. Like once you get this substance inside of you, it's like really hard to stop and you want to keep chasing that. Um, and that's what happened for me, you know.
1: Well, is there, like, does somebody diagnose you with addiction, or is it only really you know?
0: Yeah, so that's, like, a touchy subject, too, and, like, even the addiction world, um, some people will say it's, you're born with it, like it's how your brain is made up, Um, just like you were born with, I don't know, bipolar or depression, like you were born with addiction too. Some people say it's a choice Um, and I'm on the belief that it's like both. Um, I really feel like my brain is like, I call it my addict brain, like I still get obsessed and compulsed with the certain things, just not drugs now or alcohol. Um, but, yeah, like, if I would use right now, that would be a choice, right? But as soon as, like, the drug takes a hold of me, like, that, you know, and I just keep going, like, my body kind of just still craves it, so not necessarily.
1: Yeah, it becomes where it's not a choice anymore, like, you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, it's hard from an outsider's perspective because I don't have much experience. I haven't been around a ton of addicts, like, yeah, you'll see people who you're, like, oh, maybe you drink a little bit too much, or maybe Mm -hmm. you're smoking pot a little bit too often, but, I mean, it's, there's no, like, definition, like, hey, this person's an addict, and this person's not, like, you can't really separate it.
0: Yeah, and, like, I work in the mental health field, so sometimes we'll say, they'll say someone's dual diagnosed, you know, and I literally, like, In my world, like, everyone that's an addict has, like, some sort of mental health stuff, too. That's my world. Some people say no. But, um, I mean, for me, like, I used to kind of cover up or deal with the mental health stuff. Um, So, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's crazy that you had the social anxiety so young. Like, the being uncomfortable in your own skin.
0: Really young, yeah.
1: Like, do you remember what age when that happened?
0: Yeah, dude, as soon as I started remembering, seriously, like just being around like groups of people and like having these thoughts in my head, like, you're not acting right or you're doing something different from other people. Like, I was always fidgety and stuff like that. Like, I definitely do have ADHD and stuff. And, um, but, when I was younger, people really didn't talk about it or my parents didn't talk about it. And um, kind of, they, they would point out certain stuff. like, why do you do something like that? Or like, why do you play with, you know, your hair tie on your wrist? Like, and like, so it stuck with me all the time. Like, I'm not acting right. Um, and it affected me in social situations for sure.
1: Isn't it funny how like little stuff that people says, Sticks takes with you. yeah, it takes over. <laughs> like you're always thinking about that. I'll
0: still think like that today, and like I have to know now. Like, you know, that's not true. Um, and even if it is true, like, just be yourself, and like the right people will love you for you. Like, and that's with that having that mindset has come from doing like twelve steps in a like a program or, um fitness has helped so much with me like being okay like in my own skin um not just like the like looking a certain way like i really mean like connected to like my body and like if i have this extra energy or whatever um i go work out or there's science behind like anxiety and like adhd and addiction with how fitness helps with that um so yeah
1: is that like a tool that you see a lot of rehabs doing now, yes. like sending people to CrossFit?
0: Yeah, it's a thing. It's becoming like more and more common. Um, I'm just going to move it yeah. a little bit closer. It's becoming more and more common, even like Malvern, that's not far from here. There's a treatment center um, not far from here, but they do CrossFit um, a few times a week, or it might be every day now. Um, in their rehab, it's becoming way more common because they're recognizing um, here's the microphone, (laughs) they're recognizing how important it is for sure.
1: Yeah. Like your, your body and just moving, just, you know, getting outside of when you're doing a workout, especially one that's like really fucking hard. You're not thinking about any, anything else. You're not like, Oh, I, I said something weird at work. You're just like, how am I going to do this next round of 10 pull-ups or whatever it is?
0: It's a time, like, where your brain shuts off. And also, too, with, like, high-intensity workouts, or not even high-intensity, like, um, just getting strong in general, it releases the, like, the natural endorphins in your brain. Like, it releases all those words, neuro. Yes, serotonin <laughs> yeah. and dopamine. And yeah, stuff. there's science behind it. Like, I can look when I'm working out and I look at um, – Some of my friends that are working out that are addicts, like, I can see it in their eyes. Like, they're, like, in the zone, and they're feeling good. And they may have come into that gym, like, feeling like shit, like, having a bad day. And then when they're working out, like, you know, your blood's, like, flowing. You're only thinking about the workout, nothing else. So it's so cool.
1: Yeah. I think – I mean, everyone, I think everyone should do CrossFit, like at some point, just to, to do something challenging. Like that's, that's proven that if you do challenging stuff, if you literally on your shirt, it says, get uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. like doing stuff that makes you uncomfortable carries over to the rest of your life. If you're able to get done a hero workout, you're going to perform better at your job or you're going to be a better parent
0: yeah, like, it crosses over to everything, like, and you also feel proud of yourself, like, wow, like, I did that, and that, like, will boost self-esteem, you know, we have um, a big female population, and this can go for males, too, but I like working with the females at our gym, but, you know, they come in with, like, no self-confidence, and, like, you know you can see how proud of themselves they are like after they finish a hard workout or if they get their first like body weight deadlift or their first pull up like and just like the confidence that it builds inside them then you keep trying to chase them (laughs) yeah
1: do you ever have to separate yourself from it like maybe i'm working out too much and avoiding stuff because you're like Oh, if I, anytime, basically you used to, if you felt uncomfortable, you're like, oh, there's a drug for that or there's a drink for that. And it's like, now if you're uncomfortable, oh, I can go to the gym or I can do this hard workout. So do you ever have to like take a step back?
0: So I, in the beginning of my recovery, I would have people say that to me, like, you're just, you know, replacing one addiction with the other or, you know, um, and you got to be careful with that and da, 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 da. And like... I was very vulnerable in the beginning of my recovery and like I would have those thoughts like okay this is bad I shouldn't be doing this all the time um as I get more comfortable in my recovery and with myself I don't view it like that I'm like this is like a healthy lifestyle like I sat in a room for like this is going to sound – but, like, I would be in a dark place, like, you know, just waiting for, like, the drug dealer for days or, like, being in bed, like, sick. And, like, now, like, I'm going to live every day to the fullest. And if that involves, like, being outside or, like, going to work out, whatever, like, kind of makes me feel good that's, like, healthy, like, I don't care. Um, but there does – you know, I want to be able to make sure, like, I still – um and this was a process for me to, like, still stay connected um, to, like, my family, making sure I'm still talking to them and not hiding all day. Yeah, you're <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> I can't come
1: over for Christmas because we got to like, work, work out. out.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll make sure not to do that. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just, I, I try not to get into that, like, oh, you're replacing one thing with another, like, f- fuck that. Yeah, but, if it's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> like... And yeah, you
1: can do too much of a good thing for sure. But if you're going to have a healthy lifestyle and you're going to eat better. And I would think that people who say that are probably the ones who are Aren't. overweight. Yeah, and not sit around and watch good.
0: TV all the time. Like I can't do that. Like that's not just I'm not going to sit there and like watch TV or just go home and sit like I
1: She's not gonna be. Do you ever just like <laughs> go chill. home and chill?
0: Chill. Well, I just got. I moved into like my own apartment. I always had roommates. Uh, not too long ago, and um, I was telling my friend the other day, like I actually get excited like to go home and just like sit there and like sit on the balcony and uh, like eat my food or, uh, you know, do whatever. Um, so so now yes but like my old apartment i had like two roommates and like i just wanted to be out all day you know but i've been more chill lately (laughs) yeah do you
1: do any like journaling or or Uh, any like meditation practice
0: yeah um so i do have like a google documents like on my phone um that i throughout the day if like i'm have like a thought about something um i'll write it out I I call it it's under rants um but I'll I'll write that out um to also uh doing step work like if you're like in a 12-step program that's kind of like therapy journaling in a way because it asks you like a bunch of questions on yourself um I'm not doing that as much right now as I should I just want to say that (laughs) but um yeah. And meditation is really important. Like I will, when I, something gets like too much throughout the day and I'll start to feel, I'll, I'll know it inside where like my head's kind of spinning again and it's focused on all these other things that I can't control. Um, I'll take a few seconds and in my head, like I'll say the serenity prayer over and over and over and over. And like, that would be like my focal point. Um, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Like, everything goes into that, you know? Like, so um, that's, like, my form of meditation, and I can do it, like, when I'm even, like, talking with someone or I'm out. I don't necessarily have to be home to do that, but that will kind of bring me back to center.
1: Yeah, I think that's huge to have, and it doesn't have to be, like, a formal thing, where you sit on a you sit on a yoga mat and you you meditate for 20 30 minutes like sometimes it's yeah repeating a little mantra in your head like if i can't control this then i'll let it go
0: yeah yeah or you know people use apps whatever um but it's nice to be able to do that like wherever you go
1: yeah i i have a meditation app i never use it Yeah. But i'll use it like once a week once a month probably but yeah, to just kind of get outside of yourself when things are maybe going too fast. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, I need to need to come back.
0: Right, and I can't go to the gym at this point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I there's no way I'm going to the gym right now. Like, how can I um, – it's like coping skill. Like, how can I use one of my coping skills?
1: Yeah. I think everyone has those thoughts, though. We all have those fucked up thoughts, and we all think – Oh, we said something wrong to somebody mm-hmm. or why'd I do that at work or oh, you know, just like random bullshit thoughts that aren't true yeah but you kind of have to figure out what works for you to to just be like oh no that's that's a belief I have it's not something that's actually true.
0: Yeah, and it took me a long time to, like, realize that, that, like, other people think like that, too. Like, I really thought, like, I was the only one that thought like that, and, like, I was doomed. <laughs> like, why? Like, you know? Um, but so part of – we have a thing with resurgence. Part of, After the workout, uh, two days a week, we have a support group meeting, like, in our gym. Um, so everyone just got done with the workout. And we sit around. It's not – NA or AA it's just like a support group, but we'll talk about like how we're feeling and like what's going on in our heads. And like, it's like, man, you guys all, th- you know, think like me and, um, feel the same feelings. And, um, so it's nice to have that community part.
1: Yeah. So you brought up resurgence. We got to, we got to talk about that. Cause I think that is the coolest thing ever. So what is CrossFit resurgence? And, uh, yeah, let's just break it down.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it so much um so like how it kind of like surgeons has always been there for like 10 years I think like the owner of the gym started it um with a few other people but I've been a part of seeing it before they would just have Peop, like, how I just went to that one class the one day where everyone was doing air squats and stuff. It was, like, the community class, the member-paying class. Um, but I got so excited. I would bring so many people <laughs> from, like, the halfway houses and the recovery houses uh, to the gym. And um, the <laughs> there was, like, almost, like, not enough room to, like, have, like, all these people and the member-paying people all in the same class. So... Um, you know, talking to the owner, um, we started up like separate classes um, and it was like one day a week. um, You know, I wasn't coaching back then, um, but it would be one day a week where it was just like free for people in recovery. Um, And I would bring people, uh, I think that was like three and a half, like four years ago. And eventually, it, we got it, like, two days a week because it would get so big, and then uh, three days a week. Um, right now, we're up to four days a week, and just, like, a side note, like, last night, because um, we have class Friday nights, uh, 7.30, and there was probably, like, 30 people in the room, and we're all addicts, like, and, you know, we're in the middle of the workout, and I, like, stop and I did the workout, too, because I wasn't coaching, and I, like, stop, and I look around, and, like, I, don't like, started crying. I was, like, this is fucking awesome. Like, so cool. Um, but, yeah, so it's a grant-funded program. Um, as A lot of people don't even know how expensive CrossFit is. Like, I didn't know how expensive CrossFit was when I first went to that, you know, class. Um I only knew it was expensive because when I dropped in at another gym, they, like, charged me, like, $20. And I'm, like, why are you charging me $20? <laughs> I seriously had no idea how expensive it was. Um, but, yeah, so it's just free for people in recovery. Like, like now we have, like, five coaches, and all of us are in recovery um, ourselves, and – You know i started coaching like three years ago and throughout the time there's been like multiple coaches there's been like seven or eight of us um but it you know there's like 26 27 recovery houses within walking distance of our gym in potstown Pottstown's a big recovery community um that's a lot of recovery houses and like it's it's big and um so people can just come um, two days a week after the workout, we have a support group meeting, which I was just talking about, and, um, yeah, it's just so cool, like, some people come in, um, with, like, one or two days clean or sober, and, like, I've seen them now, like, have years, um, it can completely change someone's life. Some people don't feel comfortable going to 12 step meetings. Um, so this is just kind of like another kind of path to recovery, like the fitness path. Um, you know, meetings, some people are like anxious or they don't feel comfortable like going and talking, you know, to other people. Maybe the working out aspect for them is like the way to go. And, um, you know, even when I started, I was still, like, smoking cigarettes and stuff like that. And, you know, a- after a while, like, if you're doing these hard workouts, like, you want to quit, right? <laughs> yeah. And you, like, after doing these hard workouts, like, you want to start eating better because you want, like, to make your workouts better. Um, so I've seen people also completely not only just stop using drugs and alcohol, but then, like, starting to eat better and then care about, like lifting heavy and like before they were just coming to be around other people and maybe not be in the halfway house or the recovery house or just didn't know what to do with their time so they would come but then it's like after a while this like transformation happens um where they just start caring about a healthy lifestyle
1: just so cool to see Do you have to do CrossFit beforehand like do you have to have prior gym experience or can you just show up
0: you can just show up we leave the doors open and you know as coaches it's it's rough because some classes um, you know we may have like 15 people that know what they're doing that have been there before plenty of times and then like 15 new uh, like people right off the streets and you know, makes coaching like I've I feel like I've grown so much as a coach because of that. Because you're always like reviewing the basics, or, um, so yeah, which is it's a lot. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think it's cool though, like seeing your Instagram, your Instagram stories, because you'll see somebody doing burpees on a mat who can't go all the way down, and then you'll see people who look like regional athletes, like just crushing the workout, but. Yeah, like, to, ha- to have that place to go, and it's, like, you don't have to have a background. You don't have to have ever touched a barbell. Right. I think it's so cool that you guys are bringing people together that way.
0: Yeah, a lot of people haven't. Like, when they started doing CrossFit, um, it was just, like, oh, a friend. Um, it's, it's free, people in recovery, like, let me just go, you know, and... Um, it's so cool because we do have that like all the scaling i know all the scaling um and now like we'll have like three coaches per class like for a while it wasn't like that Um, but we got more funding
1: for it to be three coaches per class which helped a lot and how many people are you getting like you said last night was like 30 30
0: people people. Uh, it's crazy like um, so it started four years ago and like, it would be literally just like five of us probably like for a year. And then the second year it started to get pretty bigger, like 15 people per class. Um, it has gone through its phases, but definitely the past two years, like there's no less than 15 and average is like 20, 25 people in a class, which is a lot. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And you have to think of like programming like how much room you have like how how can you get the most out of this one hour making people like warming people up making sure they're like do the movements properly but also getting a good workout into within this hour time frame (laughs) yeah
1: so as coaches do you do you place high importance on like the programming, or or is it just more about just getting people in the door and doing something?
0: I think in the beginning when this started, um, we were learning. So it would just be like, all right, let's just get a workout in. You know, Um, as all of us progress as coaches, uh, we do care a lot about the programming. We all make sure we have like our own little Facebook page and we make sure we write out like the week's programming, uh, making sure we're not like repeating something. Um, but we also always like when we write out these programs, like if we don't have enough room for this, this is what this is gonna be, you know. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I answered that, I forget. No, what the I, think, yeah, question I think that's was. good.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I mean, if you're not gonna compete in CrossFit, like you don't, it doesn't really matter. Like, just, fitness sh- is fitness. just show up, yeah, and get a good sweat.
0: Fitness is fitness. Um, you'll get really fit by just kind of doing, um, you know, these workouts, we make sure we have, like, a strength and, like, a skill every single time, and then, like, a, um, so we have a warm-up less than 10 minutes, and then a strength or a skill, and then, um, a conditioning piece, but if people then, after they've been coming, maybe for a while, like, a year, a few years, and if they want more, you know, they can get memberships to the gym. We have an open gym, um, we have an open gym most of the time, so, You know, they'll be doing their own programming. Like some girls right now, like that just started like seven months ago, is now doing like a powerlifting program. She'll make sure she gets that done, but still works out with the class. She doesn't even have to, you know what I mean? But she loves that community part of like working out with everyone and like having fun really with your friends, like dying having fun. But so, yeah, if you get – you'll find the people that get more interested in something specific, uh, maybe it's, like, strongman. They're like, oh, I like the strongman stuff, so I'm going to come in um, on my own and do some strongman stuff or weightlifting. We, we have a bit – that noise outside here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to – it'll get picked up on on
1: the mic, so it's not a big deal. I can always cut stuff out,
0: so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's okay
1: yeah it's funny like when i'll be working and just hearing people drive, drive by with the music. So, sometimes i'm like oh i haven't heard that song, song in a while, while. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i gotta play that yeah it gets busy i think that should be good they might just be changing the song now yeah it's okay <laughs> <laughs> there we go yeah i don't even remember what the topic was but mm. now that yeah i think that's I think that's so important to just have a bunch of people there, and it's it's all different skill levels. It doesn't matter, like just just moving around, and then yeah, yeah in, in a year from now, if you if you take this seriously and you wanna you want more, you can do that. But right. hey, if you just want to show up and get your hour in, and you don't care about it after that, like that's cool too.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a range of people that like. Uh, been coming for a few years that have, like, now have, like, a focus, but they still do the class because they just love the community part, but, um, yeah, a lot of our people are just kind of coming in to do something different. Um, Yeah, I love it so much. It was so, (laughs) like, I was so emotional last night just looking at, like, everyone, and, like, this, it's something, like, I've personally, like, committed to, like, this is, like, a, like, a three, four-year thing where, like, every single week, multiple times a week, like, I'm there, um, and, like, committed to, like, this program, and, um, it's helped me so much, like, grow, um, as a coach, and, like, I get so excited for people when they hit like PRs and stuff like I can feel it like I feel it inside of like how happy I am for them. Um, And just seeing these people's like lives change how it changed my life because it has changed my my life like I seriously would be dead if I didn't have this fitness aspect um, in my life. it's changed like my whole um, being okay with myself, like my mental attitude, like I can get through whatever. Um, the the way I view myself, even if I am like quirky and have like my own things, right? People will love me for me. Like I love coaching, and like my people know. Sometimes I'll when I'm like explaining something, I'll just stop and be like, "What was I saying?" And like they, but they love me for me, you know. And so. Yeah, it's just a great program, and um, it's so cool to see how far it's come and um, how many
1: people it's touched. Do you think you get more excited coaching than actually yes. like doing working out?
0: Uh, yeah, I like. Well, I mean, I do get excited working out, but like, like I love just like now, especially in the past like years so. Even though I've been coaching for a few years, like. Just seeing people's progress and, um, I like the looks on people's faces when they achieve something they thought that they couldn't like is like priceless to me. I'm like, you know,
1: I think that's how, you know, you're a coach because (laughs) I'm like, oh, I don't, I only care about (laughs) like my success right now. And yeah, in five years from now, I might be totally different. That's where I'm at. Yeah. But you like every coach who I've talked to has said that like, yeah, they could, they want to do well in their stuff, and they want to PR. But if somebody else does it, that's when they're more excited.
0: Way more rewarding for me, um, for sure.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. So, where do people go if they wanna if they want to go to the class? Like, where's the gym at?
0: Oh, Pottstown Athletic Club, um, two six three King Street, Pottstown, PA. Um, yeah, right in Pottstown.
1: That's pretty sweet. So I'll link that up in the show notes if anyone in recovery wants to head there I think uh, I think it'll be awesome.
0: And to like if someone that you're in recovery like is on the fence and like, Maybe like they need some support um, Someone to go with them. We welcome anyone. It's not like you come in and you're like, are you in recovery? Are you not in recovery?
1: You got to pull out your passport. <laughs> yeah, like pull
0: out your recovery card <laughs> um, You can go just to support someone Um. And we also have people in there that struggle with like mental health and like eating disorder stuff too. So, um, it's kind of all inclusive.
1: Cool. Yeah. Well, this was awesome. Thanks so much for doing this. Yeah. Once again, thank you so much to Gina for coming on the show. If you guys want to learn more about CrossFit resurgence, I will put a link in the show notes as well as Gina's Instagram page. So you can head over there and connect with her And if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast or any previous episodes better than yesterday, just be sure to share this on your Instagram story. Let people know that you liked it. Word of mouth is the best possible way that the podcast is going to grow. So I appreciate you guys listening, and I will talk to you on the next one.